Welcome to The Favorites, the podcast presented by Bet365. We are part of the Action Network. I am Chad Millman, Chief Content Officer of the Action Network. Today is our week 13 Thursday NFL episode. We are flying through this season. This is the episode where we get feedback from the wise guys who listen to the show. Simon was already previewing some of that for me before we came out in the air. We will make our survivor pick and build our Moneyline underdog round robin. We will give out our foxhole bet and our big balls bet of the week. We will also narrow down our picks for the free-to-play favorites podcast, $100,000 pro football pick'em contest, because as Colin Cowherd, our old buddy, likes to say, there's a sea of money out there. Because there's a sea of money out there. If you want to follow along with our official bets, you can check them out on the contest website, favorites.actionnetwork.com. When we lock them in before kickoff on Sunday, if you prefer using the award-winning Action app, you can also track all the bets Simon and I lock in by following two accounts, the Faves 5 and the Favorites podcast. It's time to bring in my co-host, my companion, my compadre, my BFF. I will be hugging him all day long on Sunday at our live event, Professional Better, Simon Hunter. Hello, Simon. Hello, Chad. Sometimes when you say my name, I hear I just hear the Saturday night Saturday night live skit. Like, hello, my name is Simon. That's where like it comes from. It is. It's funny. Every time you do it, it pops in my head. That's exactly. It's like the most <laughs> British name. My name is Simon. That's an old, <laughs> an old Mike Meyer skit for those. And he's uh Simon, I like drawings. Hello, my name is Simon. I like to do drawings. <laughs> As a reminder, the Favorites Podcast is presented by Bet365. Bet365 doesn't do ordinary. That's why you get more boosts with them than with anyone else. Every day, they power up the odds on hundreds of bets to give you a chance to win more. Bet365 boosts specific markets, your winnings, and even parlays. They don't stop there. Keep an eye out for the biggest and best odds with the incredible Super Boost. Check out the boosts and see why it's never ordinary at Bet365. Must be 21 or older and present in Colorado, Iowa, New Jersey, Ohio, Virginia, or 18 and older in Kentucky. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. Terms, conditions, restrictions apply. Son, before we get to sharp calls, I want to remind people, this is the last chance to RSVP for the Favorites Live Show December 3rd at the Shepherd and the Knucklehead in beautiful Hoboken, New Jersey. Enjoy the late afternoon games, then see us record our Sunday recap show live and in person at 7.30, right before Sunday night football. Prizes, drinks, warm embraces from me and Simon, so much more, just RSVP using the link in the episode description. I think we're going to have to set a line on how long after the show ends before Chad skedaddles and goes to bed. Yeah, I'm, I'm good with that. Because that'll be a long day for us. Yeah. A really long day because we're going to do Convince Me live in the studio that morning, also presented by Bet365. I'm going to get up very early in Connecticut, take the train in. And then we got a whole day of watching games. You're going to be drinking because we're going to be watching the Eagles and the Niners, and it's going to be stressful for both of us. Uh, <laughs> and then we got to do a show. I'm going to be pooped. It's going to be fun for me. I got a client dinner Saturday night, meeting with some big times, taking me some nice steak dinner, wake up. Go to breakfast, maybe with Chad. We'll see. Then go do the show, do our live show. And then I have another party. I think our live show ends at 930. I'll take a cab or whatever back to New York at 10. 
And I have to go to a party that started at like nine o'clock that ends at one. So wait. what are you talking about? A party? A party? I have friends outside of you, Chad. You'd be shocked to know. You'd be shocked to know this, but I'm not much of a club scene guy. But what am I doing here? It's like, how am I not going to go out and party on a Sunday night? You only live once. So um, it's going to be a long day. A lot of, a lot of boozing. So um, I don't know if people, tell, people are telling me they're going to feed me shots at our event. I don't know if I can do it, people. I'm not much of a drinker. But if you want to buy me a beer, I won't say no. I'll drink a beer. All right. Well, listen, week 13 kickoff is approaching. I can't wait to see everybody. We've got opportunities all over the board. No more dilly-dallying. It's time for Sharp Call. Hello, who's there? I'm talking. Ring, ring, telephone ring. Somebody said, baby, what you doing? I'll start with just the ones I'm split on and games I reevaluated just because I'm hearing from other guys about it. And obviously I weigh their opinions heavily. Let's start with the Houston Texans in Denver. I liked Denver. I thought I was getting a good number. The pros like Houston, man. They like Houston even at minus three and a half. So interesting game there. Yeah, I, I thought Denver was going to be one of my bigger bets of the week. The boys, they like Houston. They think they're being undervalued here. So, um, of course, this game's going to land right on three. I'm going to feel like an idiot for not betting this one. but For sure. I'll take what they're saying. I'll stay away from it for now. Um, another game they're split on that um, I really like Tennessee Titans. Talked to a couple of pros. They like the Colts in this spot. I don't know, man. I think I feel like they're putting too much on Minshew and not not drinking the Vrabel Kool-Aid enough. Like Vrabel just gets disrespected all the time. And this just feels like a disrespected Vrabel spot where he's still a dog. You and I will talk about this more because I'm with you. Fucking love the Titans here. Me too. Love the Titans. A couple guys like the Saints. I can't get there. I just I, I I don't care if their car is acting super tough in the media room. The dude's terrible in the red zone. He's just horrible. And there's going to be points in this game. So, you know, this could be the classic Taysom Hill game where somehow he shows up and he's the reason this game's close. But at my minus four still, how do you not take Detroit? Detroit. Now it makes sense why it stayed at four, four and a half, because the pros are the ones coming in hitting this down. Yep. They like the Saints. They like him at home in this spot. Unless Detroit's broken and golf is broken, this number does not make sense to me. And I feel like they're betting on golf being broken because he's had two back-to-back really bad performances. And he's kind of reverted back to his old ways of not taking what the defense gives him. He's trying to force in passes, and it's it's not working. Like, he's turning over the ball. I mean, back-to-back games, multiple turnovers. That's just – that's the old golf. Another team they like, Panthers. You're never going to talk me into it, so I'm going to waste my breath on it. I'm with you. This is this is the one Chad wants to get to. A couple pros uh, called me up and joked about what Chad knew and asked me what Chad knows about Cleveland because Chad was so animated and was so confident taking Cleveland uh, just two days ago. And now we're getting word that Joe Flacco is going to be the starting quarterback. Um, amazing stat from Evan. Joe Flacco, 1-10 straight up in his last 11 starts. Pretty incredible. I think they're with Chad, but they're kind of – it was kind of more of like a jokey call where it's like, who is betting Cleveland this week other than the professionals, right? Like, who is going to be betting Cleveland? My pushback is, how do you make a number on this when it's Joe Flacco? Like, who has the right number for this game when it's Joe Flacco? Vegas thinks they do. I mean, they hung this number early, and they've hung it all week, and they've been taking money all week. I went in and bet on the Rams, no limit. Like, they took the money, which made me even more scared and more confident. <laughs> Maybe Cat might be right. Because it was like... 
what? You're okay with taking these bets on the Rams at this number? So weird. That number is not budged. But the pros, they agree with Chad. They think Cleveland's the, the sharp side. They see this game ended on a three. It feels risky, but once again, that's that's like betting on Joe Flacco. Me and Chad had been there many of times, and it looks like we're back in 2023, betting on Flacco. And for the last one, or I guess two to the last ones, real quick, Green Bay, they love the bet. They, they thought, like, Chad, I think you brought up that. I should have made that my Simon says. Had yeah. multiple pros say, why don't you make it that that your bet? Like, that's ne- that was never going to stay at six and a half. Um, some books might still the six and a half. But I'm seeing most books now at six. So um, I don't see it anywhere. It's been it's been locked at six for more than 24 hours. And, and this to me is the definition of pros versus Joe's. All the teasers, the money line parlays. Um, so say I've talked to five different bookmakers now that I'm home, which is I, I've missed so much going from the books, just talking to people, being in the books. All the teasers, every teaser they have gotten so far, say three-team teaser, two-team teasers, it's all Chiefs, Chargers, and Cowboys. They can't stop getting all these teasers. So, I mean, last week they had the biggest break they could get with Detroit losing in that early slate, and that destroyed so many teasers. They could get it this Thursday if somehow the Cowboys don't cover a a three-and-a-half, three number. So, pretty interesting. So many people are all in on this Chiefs team just after one Good game, really. I honestly thought the Packers would be a public dog just because they played so well in a standalone game on Thanksgiving. Interesting that they they don't they don't buy it. Everyone's on the Chiefs, even though this number keeps dropping. And the last one, me and Chad are going to talk a bunch about the pros. People already know the pros. They love the 49ers. They've moved the number. It's up to three. I don't know a single pro that's taken the three. They've all taken the one, the two, and the two and a half. None of them are touching the three. I've heard some buyback on the three. If you got the 49ers at minus one, if you got them a plus one, you got a great middle opportunity here. Um, So if you've been waiting to know what the pros have been doing in this game, I think 90% of them got a good number on the the 49ers and they're just going to hold on it. And I believe the public at this point, to me, again, I have no idea what the public will do with this. I think they're going to end up taking the Eagles. And as an Eagles fan, if this doesn't go below two and a half, it feels like we're dead. Like it feels like as an Eagles better and a backer, like the books know something here. They don't move five points without professional money and not set people up. So um, everyone out there, if you're just, you know, an average better and you're like, how is a team with one loss at home? That's only lost one game in two years at home, a three point underdog, the books, they, they, they know what they're doing. They're trying to set people up here, but, I'm I'm still not gonna let it scare me off, Chad. If it's three, three and a half in our contest, it's gonna be hard for me to pass on that number. Cause Lane Johnson, like I've talked to multiple people and they say he's gonna play. And that's a big deal to me. Like that to me, once he gets cleared, I could see this number move off the three. I could see it move half a point to two and a half and close at two and a half come Sunday. So um yeah, I'll I'll go against my brethren because again. I might know a handful of pros that have taken the Eagles, but it's only a plus three, and it's mainly just to kind of get a middle position. It's really not confidently betting this Eagles team. So yeah, that's been kind that's been the line of demarcation here. Yeah, totally. Um, all right, this is this is good. We got a lot of stuff to dig in on because um, I have so many thoughts on these games and what the sharps are saying and what you're saying and how we're going to end up to five and that San Francisco Philly game is the most exciting game we've had all year. As a reminder, <laughs> catch every episode of The Favorites live on YouTube. For those enjoying on YouTube, don't forget to give us a like and subscribe to the Action Network YouTube page. I mean, 
we got to narrow down our picks and, and our games and get to the foxhole and the big balls and survivor, et cetera. Um, at this point, I've made fewer bets during the week than I have all year because these lines haven't moved very much other than that Eagles-Niners game. Uh, and I cannot believe we're going to have to sweat that game with a group of our hundreds of our closest friends uh, on Saturday afternoon, on Sunday afternoon. And then we're going to have to go right into the podcast afterwards. So first game up, Detroit, four-point favorites. You like this a lot early in the week. You were getting nervous that it wasn't moving off of four. You didn't understand why it wasn't moving off of four. It went to four and a half, went immediately back down to four. Um, not surprising that it hasn't moved more and sooner. Uh, Detroit is uh, the, the the total bets on Detroit, 82%. That's the highest for any team this season. Um no, 82% is the highest for any team this season. Detroit is at 86% as of Wednesday night. So we're looking at a scenario where we've got 80% or more on the road favorite, which tends to be a good spot for the dogs. Yeah, almost every almost every time this is like the time to take the dog. So... Yeah, it makes me nervous where it's like I wanted to put this at one of our five and maybe I'll just avoid it um, just because I know that the pros, you know, a bunch of guys I talked to, they love the Saints at four, four and a half, and they're happy to back this defense at home here. And I just – I'm just not seeing it. Like I, I can't see the reason to take the Saints here just because offensively I think Detroit is so far ahead of them. Even if Detroit's defense is terrible and – Yes, this could be a great get-right spot for Derek Carr and this offense because they got the talent. I mean, we talk all the time. Like, between the 20s, they can move the ball up and down the field. They got Kamara, Olave. Like, they have all these great weapons. Um, but I can't I can't get there, man. It's just I, I had this number way bigger. And, you know, this is maybe it's, I'm just misreading this game and I haven't adjusted enough to Detroit because maybe I overrated Detroit at this point and. I talked early in the season, I moved them, whatever, a couple of weeks ago, I moved them above the Cowboys and probably should adjust it, right? The Cowboys are clearly a better team than them, more complete team, um, just because defensively they can get stops where it doesn't seem like Detroit's defense can get the stops right now. Like their secondary is really suspect. And um, last year they fired their DB coach and it flipped their whole season. Like all of a sudden yeah. their defense completely changed after that firing. I think what they went nine and one down the stretch, something crazy like that. Yeah. Then the season, um, I was surprised they didn't fire the DB coach after that green Bay game. Like I thought they were going to make some type of move because it's getting away from them here. Right. Like, and then this, if they lose this game, that one seat is totally gone. Like that, that, that is totally gone here. And this would be the biggest one of the season for the saints, just because, just like me, everyone's pouncing this for a loss. So um, a game I really don't know what to do with because, like, I, I want to take Detroit. My model says take Detroit, but the pros and even Chad just talked about it. Situationally, I usually love taking dogs here in this spot. So um, might end up just avoiding this one altogether. Well, it's also interesting to me, beyond the defensive issues, I just think strategically the game plan for Dan Campbell, who for all his risk-taking and decision-making, he's very strategic about his risk-taking and very conservative, for lack of a better term, about his risk-taking. 
He does it when the percentages are to his advantage and he's just willing to do it every time. Every week is different and you don't know what it's gonna take. Do not, do not ever feel bad about a win, man. They're too hard to come by and we will accept it. He is an analytically minded coach, but I think he also is a brilliant football coach and he knows his quarterback has been struggling and making a lot of mistakes and that they have a powerhouse offensive line. They have a powerhouse dynamic rhythm and bruise backfield. And this is an opportunity for him to run the ball down the throats of a defense that is not very good in this situation. So it just might be a close game by virtue of the fact that they're going to have a conservative play calling strategy by running the ball a lot. Um, I think Detroit's going to win this game. I think they're the much better team. I don't think we want to back New Orleans in any scenario. So it's Detroit or nothing. And it's just a question of, do we feel good about the number? And what does someone know that we're not thinking about, which probably takes it off the list because it makes us nervous. Yeah. And it's just, it, I, I no longer see that being as the favorite we will take in the contest. Like there's other favorites. Um, like I even rather take the 49ers at two and a half than take this Detroit team. Cause at least with the, the 49ers, it's like, they're playing their best football right now. Like Detroit, yeah. they're not. So well, look, we're going to talk about the Niners because <laughs> I'm in love with this team and I'm in love with this side up to three uh, at the two and a half. And so we're going to, we're going to have to get there, but I want to save that yeah. uh, Atlanta at the New York jets. So this number was at three, it got down to two and a half. Uh, it's gone back and forth and I still feel like the Jets are the right side here. I'm surprised there wasn't a conversation in Sharp Calls about the Jets. A little bit, but no one's putting big money on it because I think everyone has the same view as me, is the fear is this team has quit. Like, yeah. that's the fear. And the the big motivator, though, is Rodgers came back. And I'm hoping that might be the spark they needed, right, seeing him back out there. Because that's why I think he came back. Like, I, I assumed he was probably going to come back in another week or two, but he just moved it up because they see it slipping away. Like, everyone – Anyone that's played football or watches football, you kind of can sense these things with teams. And the Jets are four and seven. That game, I mean, that they were in it. They should have probably beat Miami or at least made it more competitive. But you throw a 99 yard <laughs> uh, Hail Mary pick six, that just totally sucked the air out of that, that team. Like you, you got the turnover, you had the pick six, and then you have your own pick six. Um, just devastating to them. So, uh, look at this one, Chad. I'm right there with you. It's like, I love the Jets. We're getting Atlanta outdoors after a huge divisional win at home. Like, how do we not take the Jets in the spot? How do so. we not? I was just, Simon, we have to do what we know is right. Even so you want to make this big balls then? Even, yes. It's that or Foxhole? <laughs> All right, let's make, no, this is definitely big balls. This takes balls. Big balls! Better the week. New York Jets. Here we go. We have to. Yeah, we, we do. have to. Let me give you three stats from Evan. The Falcons, 4-12-1 against the spread after a win under <laughs> Arthur Smith, 0-4 this season. Arthur Smith, the last 20 years, Evan, is this profitability or is this connected to this, the stat you just gave me? Can you tell me in the chat? It's profit. profit. Okay. The last 20 years, 
he ranks 135th out of 143 coaches in terms of profitability. Dead last of the 49 coaches since he was hired in, uh, in 2021. Okay, number one. Number two, teams to lose by 20 points or more the previous week. The Jets facing a team who didn't. The Falcons, 60% against the spread since 2020. Those three teams, we're bet we already like one of them, Washington. We're going to take the other one, New York Jets. The third is Arizona, which uh, I might want to. I might want to. I might want to try to convince you on Arizona. Um, <laughs> but uh, so the Jets, like, we're doing the right thing. Again, I have no read on their quarterback position, but just looking at both teams, neither team has a quarterback really, right? So it's no. like we're kind of betting on the, the skill. Give me the better defense at home, outside. <laughs> That's the big thing to me. It's you're in a good defense at home in a game that. Again, Rodgers is back this week. They know they have – if they don't win this one, basically the season is over. So um, I'm happy to take the Jets here in the spot. One more thing. I think the total in this is like 33, 34. Totals of 37 or less are now 22, 4, and 1 to the under since 2020. Uh, 38 or less, 32, 11, and 1 to the under. So I might want to bet the under in this one too. Yeah. India, Tennessee. Oh, my God. I can't believe we love the Jets and we're going to make them one of our five. Here's what I would say, though. Matt Mitchell <laughs> – Simon, can I get a reading on this? This line's at two and a half. I think it's very possible it goes back up to three. Can we say that this is our big balls, but we'd like to take it at three if it gets back to three? <laughs> can I get a judgment on that? Not how it works, um, big dog. Not how it works, Matt Mitchell. Says. Yeah, right now it's 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 minus 120, minus two and a half Atlanta on bet three, six, five. So yeah, like we're we're right there for the three, but technically, Chad, it is two and a half, brother. Well, I just want everyone to know I'm waiting until it gets back to three to officially bet it. I just uh, want to let you know it's not going to matter. Matt <laughs> <laughs> Mitchell is such a dick sometimes. <laughs> Indianapolis at Tennessee. You and I love the Titans here. As of yeah. Tuesday, this was one of your biggest bets. Since the pod has been reported, Jonathan Taylor will be out. I'm actually nice. surprised that that the number hasn't moved because it was at one and a half, one, and it really hasn't moved off of that. I don't know why anyone likes the Colts here. That's good for us, though, because if it flipped to uh, them being a favorite, yeah, we would have gotten scared off because we hate that stat about dogs do. being favorites. Um, we do. Yeah, I'm looking at the action app right now. Only one book has them at minus one and a half. The rest is at minus one. So this could easily flip. No, nothing's changed for me. We always play Tennessee in this spot. We live and die with it. Uh, we're, we're fading a backup quarterback on the road against a Vrabel-led defense. How can we not take this? Like, it's just – you're a fan of this show. You live and die with us. This is, it's just like us taking Pittsburgh just about every week. It's like, you got to ride with these certain picks and we don't always back Tennessee blindly, especially this year. We've done really well buying in on them, then fading them, buying in on them, then fading them. And to me, this is a buy spot. So um, I'm right there with you, Chad, like Levis versus this banged up cold secondary. I think he could have an actually big game. Like this is a good matchup for him passing wise so yeah as long as we're not getting some tsunami terrible weather actually that might even help us even more i was gonna Maybe say that might the be better for Henry more, but the only thing that makes gives me any type of pause here is chad knows i just i have zero faith right now in this guy will levis but yeah um it's it's more a bet on Vrabel and this defense at home catching points against the team that they've been great the colts this year i mean incredible to be six and five with a back quarterback um you know first year head coach but these are the kind of spots that these teams just don't win. Like, if they win this game, then congrats to the Colts. Like, they're probably going to be that seventh seed, make the playoffs. Because yeah. this 
this is usually a scheduled loss. So not shocking. The public is all over the Colts here and the pros, they like Tennessee here. So pros versus Joe's game. We're going to, we're going to back the pros here every time. Uh, two stats that I'm stealing from Chris Raybon, who also talked about this on the Sunday six pack with Stucky. Who do you uh, like? Which, T- Tennessee? He, he liked Tennessee. Uh, weeks one through six with, with defensive tackle Grover Stewart in the lineup for the Colts. Uh, <laughs> I love in-depth research from Chris. This is amazing. Uh, he's the fucking best. 14th <laughs> in EPA without Grover Stewart, who's been out uh, of the lineup because of a, a PED suspension. 31st. Meanwhile, Tennessee's run defense number two, according to DVOA. So there is an opportunity here, like you just said, take the ball out of Levis's hands, give it to Derrick Henry, yep. make it a shorter game. And it's what they did uh, last week against yeah. Carolina. They were like, we'll let Carolina exactly. make the mistakes. We'll just play our our game of giving the ball to Derrick. And on long third downs, that's when we'll have Will throw, but we won't make him the focal point. And like Chad just said it right there, like Tennessee's run defense, they're really good. Their pass defense is terrible. Jeffrey Simmons is just a baller. Yeah. So take away, make make Minshew beat you. I mean, I am more than happy to make Minshew have to throw the ball on the road outdoors. So um, I'm right there with you, Chad. Just, we, we love Tennessee in this spot, and that gives me a little bit more confidence in it. All right. Right now, the quarterbacks were betting on Tim Boyle and Will Levis. Moving on. Miami at Washington. This was Simon Says, Washington plus nine and a half. I'm a little worried about this one only because it's becoming a public dog in the same way we were on the Raiders last week and it was a public dog. And, you know, Sam Howell is having one of those blow him up kind of years. Uh, I do think that the commander's offense is, is good and they've got opportunities to score, but their defense is so bad that the, it's going to, they're going to have to score every time they have the ball in order to keep up with the Dolphins. So I'm a little, I bet it, I'm a little antsy about it. Yeah, they're literally the worst defense against balls that travel more than 20 yards downfield. And what does Miami want to do? They want to push the ball downfield to their really fast receivers. So your pause makes sense, Chad, but does it make you feel a little better? We're supposed to get some bad weather, some wind, some rain in Washington for this game, hopefully. I like it. Yeah, that that helps us. I'm Now I'm looking at one of the more public books out there that give out their numbers. They have 80% of the bets, 70% of the, 79% of the money right now in Miami. So, Oh, that's uh, good. Right. So that's it, it's definitely depends on the books you're looking at. But I like checking the most public books. It, it really is a great again. This book takes zero professional money. All they're taking is public money. So it's nice to see that it's 80, 80 pretty much on Miami here. But yeah, the, the reason we're taking commanders is just the offense, like in yeah. what I would expect to be a back and forth game. I think the offense of Washington can stay in it. And just looking at this matchup defensively. People are going to be like, well, look how different Miami's been since, you know, Jalen Ramsey came back, which is true. Like if you if you just go and watch their defense, and how they play right when he came back, they basically made him half the field. Right. They did the Revis treatment. They're like, yeah. you know, what, Ramsey, half this field's yours. We'll let Howard and whoever else work on the other side of you. And, you know, somehow it's been working. And when I went back and looked about why it's been working. Let's have a little peek here. They played the Eagles and they lost 17-31. And Ramsey came back the next week, right? I think they went to Germany, played the Patriots. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's what happened, right? They won 31-17. Oh, no. Then they played the Chiefs in Germany. Sorry. Um, they beat the Chiefs 14-21, had their bye week. Then they played Vegas and the Jets. So in their last four games, they played Mac Jones. Terrible. 
Uh, they lost to Mahomes by seven points. You know, can't fault them for that. Then they beat Aiden O'Connell 20 to 13. And then they beat the Jets 34 13. It's like they really haven't faced a good quarterback, right? They've kind of, when they have played good quarterbacks, these good quarterbacks tend to play well against them. So I don't know how good Sam Howe is. I know he's not worse than Aiden O'Connell and these other guys they've kind of beat here these last couple of weeks. So um, we'll see. Miami's defense, people say they've improved. This is a good test. Like Eric Lenemy runs an incredible offense. Sam Howell has played really well in the offense. Um, we'll see which one breaks first. But, yeah, if if, if we wake up Sunday, Chad, and you're just like, I, I can't do it. I can't put Washington in. I'm not going to fight you on it, but I'm in on it. I've taken the number. Like most, I was hoping I was going to get to 10. I just knew in the back of my mind that I was never really going to get there. And yeah. now that we've seen some pros come in on Miami, this could get 10 by Sunday. If you want to keep waiting, you can. Um, I just thought all the pros are coming on this number just because we're getting a Miami team that's a little overrated outdoors on the road in bad weather. Uh, I'm shocked this number has gone up. Um, by the way, Washington, another one of those teams, big loss the week before facing the team that didn't 60% yeah. against the spread since 2020, Arizona, Washington Jets. Big home dogs are on a run right now. Home dogs of seven or more uh, since 2020, covering about... I'd say close to 60% against the spread out of a hundred games. There are 59 wins um, and uh, 21, nine and one against the spread since the start of the year, since the start of last year. So percentages are on our side. Yeah. We usually play um, spots. So like, yeah, long-term this spot's been good to us people. So right now, New Jersey, uh, New York jets, Tennessee, uh, Washington. Um, and I don't know, for some reason, we got to uh, find a favorite, brother. We got to find a favorite. Well, we're going to get there. The last game we want to talk about before we get to the game that we want to talk about Kansas City at Green Bay. I mean, you talked a little bit about it, but what's worrying me is this be this is becoming one of those games where all the wise guys love Green Bay because they think they're seeing something in Jordan Love. You did your favorites film room about Jordan Love and his performance and progression. EPA per play expected um, points per play amongst QBs since week seven. Jordan Love is ninth. Mahomes is 10th. Uh, Jordan Love ranks inside the top five uh, of EPA success rate um, since week nine. Top five offensive line in every metric, the Packers right now. The Chiefs Unders are 11 and 0 this season in the second half. Um, so, like, this is not a team scoring a lot of points. It's not a team overachieving on offense against a Green Bay team that is starting to play a lot better. So, you know, reasons why everyone loves Green Bay and why we're probably going to put them in the contest. Yeah. My pushback against um, people keep saying that Chiefs, maybe they figured out, got it right, was it's always tough to judge these teams after they play divisional games, right? Because, um, you know, maybe Mahomes just has their number, right? The Raiders number. And maybe just has the Chargers number. And if you go look at their schedule this year, um, when they played the Chargers October 22nd, they won 31-17. I remember everyone's kept saying, well, it looks like Mahomes figured out the offense again, right? He's kind of got his groove back. The next week, they put up nine points against Denver. So, again, all the questions came back. The following week, they got totally shut out in the second half against Miami. They won 21-14. And then they played the Eagles and then they just, again, played Vegas and they put up 31 again. So it's like, did they figure it out offensively or did they just play against a divisional 
opponent again. So I'm trying to not overreact to it where I'm with people. Where it's like, this does feel like the public, not public, but the pros dog of the week. Like every pro I talked to, like Chad just said, they like Green Bay here. I didn't hear a single guy say he's on the Chiefs. But when I went to the books and made bets, I told you, Chad, every guy I talked to, all the bookmakers, it's all Chiefs money on teasers, parlays, money line parlays. It's all Chiefs money. So um, there's always one of these games every week that just gets broken up. I don't know if it'll be this one, but I feel confident that if the if the Chiefs do win, it won't be by more than six points. So, like, I do think six is such a key number. Here. It sucks if you miss a six and a half, but I would grab the six. Like, you're not missing any real value. I still think that's such a key number. So, yeah, um, we've seen it this year. This this Chiefs team doesn't have the weapon that can blow teams out with, right? I mean, I'm, I'm looking at their schedule right now. They have one really big blowout win, and that was against the Bears in week three. They won 41 to 10. Um, it's just the rest of their games, for the most part, have been really close this year. So um, I, I that Vegas game, man, we were in it that whole game, and then it just kind of the fell whole apart. whole freaking game. I don't see Green Bay having that same – kind of falling apart in this game. Like, it feels like Green Bay, the way they've been playing, how they've been playing down the stretch here, they've just been getting better every week. So, um, yeah, it could. Be, I, I apologize ahead of time, people, if this doesn't hit for us just because we are buying a little high on Green Bay here. Like, I'm not going to lie to you. It's we're, we're back in a team here that, like Chad just said, they're, they're a favorite of everyone. Like, we got them plus seven Sunday night. They've moved down to six now um, here on Thursday. So, Clearly the pros have been hitting this one, but I still think we're getting good value here. And it's just, if we can get six and a half in the contest, I, I just don't know how we don't play it. It's just such a key number and a matchup where I just see it being a close game. The, um, see this Evan stack? I didn't see Evan stack because I was looking for a different one. Uh, 10 of 10 Mahomes, 12 Mahomes. losses. Sorry. 10 of Mahomes, 12 losses since the start of 2021 are outside the division. So not a shock. Well, I wanted to make a point about what you just said about sort of lack of big plays and targets for Mahomes. Anthony DeBundo, one of our writers, does a great column every week, sort of, and identifying pass, lean, pick for every game on the NFL slate. Uh, he had this stat. He's also betting the Packers and also targeting the second half under for the Chiefs. Um, Patrick Mahomes uh, dropped back 31 times against the Raiders. Only four targets to non Rasheed Rice wideouts. Uh, it's all about backs and tight ends. Um, and we lost that game because the Raiders were passive, not because Kansas City had any great sort of offensive breakthrough. I thought that was a really good stat from, from Anthony. So yeah, we'll be on we'll be on Green Bay. So right now, right now, there's two games that I think I still want to talk about. Uh, Jets, Tennessee, Green Bay, Washington. Um, I want to convince you of Arizona. Yeah. I think it's the wise guy play. We got two games that are sort of blinking bright red in the luck rankings with both, which you and I both love. One of them yeah. is Arizona. Uh, and I feel like the market is so overvaluing the Steelers because they had one good offensive game against a team that is in turmoil. And all of a sudden this line exploded by more than two points from the look ahead from three to five and a half. It feels like it's a bad spot for Tomlin as a favorite of more than a field goal. He's just 37% in his career. It's the luck rankings dogs off the loss of 20 or more 
60% cover the next week. It just feels like we're missing an opportunity here. Yeah, I told you my 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 pushback and my fear is just they can't stop the run the Cardinals in Pittsburgh. The only thing they can do well is run the ball. Like they have a two really dominant two-headed backs. So um the pros are with you, I tell you that much. Like I talked to a couple of guys, they like the Cardinals too. Yeah. But it's just not one of their bigger bets. It's like they're kind of playing the spot like you just talked about, but they're betting with zero confidence. So like the argument again is you're taking a little Kyler Murray out in the outside in the cold. Probably not the best spot to take this kid who's just not played well in these kind of positions. So um, I don't know. I, I view it as you're right. This number feels inflated. It's the same reason I took um, Arizona a couple weeks ago against Houston. It was like the number felt too big. Probably one of my luckiest bets of the year. I think I literally landed on five. Uh, yeah, so it did. Can we can we hit? Should we? I mean, play the odds chat and do it again. Where this game's going to land on five? Because that's what the book's telling you right now. Like the money was pouring in on Pittsburgh at six moved down to five and a half and reverse line move. Yes. So pretty telling the books here. They're not scared of Pittsburgh money. They're happy to take it right now. They, they are with you in alignment. They, they like the Cardinals here too. So um, you can't get me there right now, Chad, but maybe three days from now I could be talked into it. Um, I just, I want the six and a half on the Cardinals. That's my biggest thing. It's like, if it's six and a half in contest, I like it a five and a half. It just makes me a little uneasy just because I just don't really trust this team here outdoors. And as the weeks have gone on, I've had less and less confidence in their coaching staff as well. Like they just, I don't think they've made great adjustments defensively. They have not made good adjustments. And then you just go through it. It's like, maybe they just don't have the dogs. Like maybe they don't have the talent on that team um, to really stay in these games. So um, this is definitely a spot where you're just playing the numbers and fading Tomlin as a big favorite. So I totally get where you're coming from in these kind of spots. Well, look, Sunday afternoon, Sunday Sunday midday after the show, when we finalize our picks, we'll be together. Maybe we can go get an espresso over at Italy next to the office and, uh, you know, fire up the laptop and we'll put on our picks together. All right. Last game to talk about. If we need a favorite, we're going to get the 49ers at minus two and a half in this contest. This is the biggest luck rankings game on the board. Biggest discrepancy between luck and unlucky. Yes. Son of a bitch. So here's a couple other things. I was listening to Chris Long's uh, Green Green Light podcast, right? He made a really good point. He was talking about the Eagles, and they were on the pl- on the field for ninety five plays the other day in the rain. A it was a war of a game. Fletcher Cox banged up. Jordan Davis banged up. We think Elaine Johnson is going to play. Even if he does, he'll be banged up. You need every hour you can get. This was interesting to me. Every hour you can get to recover. Meanwhile, everything the 49ers like to attack is where the Eagles are weakest defensively, meaning in the middle of the field, right? The one place they haven't overinvested is linebacker. That's what the 49ers like to do. We just did the film room breakdown of Debo Samuel and what he can do and how Trent Williams and Debo Samuel together. This team is 8-0. and when they play together, winning by 21 points. And while the Eagles just came off the battlefield against the Bills in a physical game in the rain, the Niners are as healthy as they've ever been and haven't played in 10 days. I think that's the biggest thing right there is what you just said. It's the 10 days. Like they get extended rest plan against a team that you just said. They played an incredible amount of snaps on defense um, against a very physical team in the Bills. Like that, that, that was a really tough game. And, um, 
yeah, this is clearly a blind spot for me. If if I didn't have so many pros calling me up and telling me I have to take the two and a half, I I, I easily would have taken the Eagles in our contest. But yeah, it, it seems like this is the pro spot. Take the 49ers. They're going to win this game. I got to get over it. I never see you as a biased better when it comes to the Eagles. You're a professional. You don't let your emotion I per- about I them. honestly prefer to fade the Eagles because then yeah. I can't lose where it's like, like that Bills game, that was the dream scenario. The Eagles win and I win my bet. Like that's what I live for. So you will never catch me being biased. I'm all about the money, not not yeah. about the Eagles. Uh, we need we owe a foxhole. Is it Green yeah. Bay? Is it Tennessee? Yeah, let's do Green Bay because we, we we've talked so much about that. Like I probably should have made it my Simon says, but let's make it our foxhole at six. Foxhole, Green Bay. You know me, regardless of what's going on, I'm a foxhole guy. I commit to a team. I commit to a city. Uh, I'm a foxhole guy. We're in the foxhole um, with the Green Bay Packers at plus six. You have no interest in Houston at minus three and a half? I think it's the right side. Stucky was all over Houston. He just okay. thinks like you're getting peak Denver because Denver's been winning so much because of turnover luck. Yeah. But at three and a half, I don't love the number. All right. That makes sense. You have I have no real feeling either. Like I wanted yeah. to take Denver, got talked out of it, no real feel on it. So yeah, that, I'm, I'm cool with passing on that one. And then the other one we, we were skipping over is Cleveland, which as soon as I made it my executive decision... I wanted to walk it back. I'm sticking with it because it's too Are late. You? Yeah. But uh, okay. like it made me nervous from the second I said it, even though the number has moved in the direction of Cleveland. The the line opened two and a half, minus two and a half Rams. And it's only moved a point after that incredible win they had against Arizona. And now we know for a fact it's Joe Flacco and Miles Garrett as a bum shoulder. So I have no idea what this line is, people. Like to me, it's all screaming Rams. But the books, they, they think they know something. They think this is going to land on three. That is one of the more bizarre lines of the week, that that number there. Millman is sharp. That's what they say. <laughs> it's true. Millman is sharp. By the way, I didn't mention, because we have a live event on Sunday night, and we will be watching at least some of the Packers uh, Chiefs game yeah. with our friends at the Shepherd and the Knucklehead uh, in Hoboken, please RSVP. Uh, Bet365, our sponsor, is boosting a same game parlay for the Sunday night game. That uh, parlay is Kansas City Moneyline, Travis Kelsey anytime touchdown, Mahomes over 25 rush yards. That's boosted to plus 400. So if you have Bet365, Go to the Kansas City Green Bay matchup, then the bet boost section. And this boosted parlay is at the top if you want to tail along with us. Simon, this holiday season is about more than just being mad at Brandon Staley for ruining the Chargers. It's about finding nutritious, convenient meals to keep you energized for merriment all month long. Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal delivery service can help you fuel up fast for breakfast, lunch, and dinner with chef-prepared, dietitian-approved, ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time, eat well, and stay on track while tackling all the gambling to-dos on your list. Too busy with holiday plans to cook but want to make sure you're eating well? With Factor, skip the extra trip to the grocery store and the chopping, prepping, and cleaning up too. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are ready in just two minutes, so all you have to do is heat and enjoy. So... Simon says, listen to us and give Factor a shot. Enjoy eating well over the holidays without the hassle. Choose your meals delivered to your door. Ready in just two minutes. No prep, no mess. Our listeners can head to factormeals.com slash favorites50 and use code favorites50 to get 50% off. That's code favorites50 at factormeals.com slash 
favorite 50 to get 50% off. Simon, can you name the fastest growing ticketing app in the United States? Game time. That's right. It's our sponsor, Game Time. I love Game Time for two reasons. One, they sponsor the show. Number two, I actually use Game Time to buy tickets. They've got amazing last minute deals on all sorts of tickets, including pro and college games. Speaking of which, I'm opening the Game Time app right now from my house here in Connecticut. I can get into the Brooklyn Nets basketball. That's right. NBA basketball. I'm getting in for less than 15 bucks tonight, folks. No matter where you live, download the Game Time app, get out, have some fun this week, sweat your bets live and in person. Redeem code FAVORITES for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Just download the app, enter code FAVORITES for $20 off, last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right. By now, you know, we track our official content picks in the action, contest picks in the action app under the Faves 5 account. Again, if you want to see the unofficial picks we enter on Thursday, go to the contest website, favorites.actionnetwork.com and search the Faves 5. That's us. Before we get to our money line, underdog, round robin, reminder that the week 13 contest tiebreaker is total passing yards on Monday Night Football. Our predictive analyst, Billy Ward, writes a weekly article about tiebreaker strategy. And a link to that article can be found in the episode's description if you want to leg up in the contest. Good luck, everybody. Moneyline underdog round robin, Simon. My dog likes your dog. Your dog likes my dog. Jets. Yeah. Titans. Yep. Eagles. Nah. Saints. Nah. Washington. Yeah. We got we to gotta do the dead cat bounce. Dead cat bounce. Dead right, cat bounce. Carolina. Carolina. Yeah, got to yep. take Carolina. Denver? Yeah, that's that's pretty good too, yeah. Yeah. New Jet, New York Jets, Tennessee Titans, Washington, Carolina, Denver. Simon, I want you to make Little Caesars, which is the official pizza sponsor of the NFL, part of your game day. The holiday season has finally arrived, Simon. If I wrapped up a Little Caesars pizza, could I put it under your tree? That would mean so much to me, Chad. Order online during our pizza, pizza pregame one hour before NFL games and get ready for some football and fun. Choose your favorite Little Caesars pizza or pick the toppings you crave. Simon, I just invented this motto. Tell me what you think. If pizza gives you the Kringle tingles, give Little Caesars a jingle, jingle. However you order your pizza, you win. And speaking of winning, everyone scores with convenient delivery or our in-store pizza portal pickup. So grab some friends and friends and enjoy a few slices during the game. When you say it means so much to me, I, that just <laughs> that just kills me. <laughs> Did you have that planned? Pure off the top of the head. It just came to you. That's so funny. Who's gonna be? I'm a survivor. The survivor pool pick of the week. So I'm down to two contests, and one of them is one of the biggest in the nation. And there's only 80 people left, and I will not say the name of said contest, but most people know. And we are fighting because it's not just me, and it. it's me and like three other guys, and um, we are fighting over who we're going to pick this week because it's a week of you got to use these ugly teams, and it's a good week to do it. So Pittsburgh is a good candidate. No one's used Pittsburgh. They they have a good spot. We just talked about Tampa 
technically have a good spot. They're playing against Carolina here. Um, I've been fading Carolina. It's been really good to me in survivor pool. And then the last one is the Rams, because you don't know when else you're going to use the Rams. If you look at their upcoming schedule, really tough week, Chad. So I'm, I'm probably going to end up splitting like I did last week um, just to try to play it safe and maximize my chances of winning at this point. So I'll do the Rams for one, and then I'll do Pittsburgh for the other one. So Tomlin's not great at covering in this spots, but I do feel like he usually wins in these kind of spots. Win this game, bro. Win this game. Straight up. Totally get if you're scared off of it. I feel so bad for you because it's so tough to make that decision. But um, if I had to pick the one I feel the best about and value-wise, I'll do the Rams. Remind me, at this point, your biggest bets of the week. Well, I'm about to spend about 100 k buying on my Eagles position, which is going to be a fucking fun day. So I'll be doing a lot of that today, which is going to suck. Tennessee, Washington. Was Denver, buy, again, buying out of my Denver position, which is in, fucking sucks. The Rams, Green Bay, by kickoff, it's probably going to be the Jets. Like, Chad's right on it with the three. I, you got to make these bets here on the Jets. So, yeah, right now I don't have a lot on the Jets, but I can tell you by Sunday this is going to be one of my five bigger bets. Chad's on it. You know why? Sharp. Chad Sharp. Foxhole, Green Bay plus six. Big balls, Jets plus two and a half. Exec decision, Cleveland plus three and a half. Simon says Washington plus nine and a half. As a reminder, the favorites is presented by Bet365. Bet365 doesn't do ordinary. That's why you get more boost with them than with anyone else. Every day they power up the odds on hundreds of bets to give you a chance to win more. Bet365 boosts specific markets, your winnings, and even parlays. They don't stop there. Keep an eye out for their biggest and best odds with the incredible Super Boost. Check out the boost and see why it's never ordinary at Bet365. Must be 21 or older and present in Colorado, Iowa, New Jersey, Ohio, Virginia, or 18 and older in Kentucky. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. Terms, conditions, restrictions apply. All right, before we get out of here, Action Network Director of Research, Evan Abrams, who gives us all the great stats. He is going to tell us why all the bets we've made are such a good idea. Evan. The last word with Evan Abrams. We're finished talking. What's going on, fellas? So <laughs> Joe Flacco is one. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> weather and wind. I feel like we would start there, right? December. We're here. We're going to get it. So Indy, Tennessee and Cincinnati, Jacksonville look like they're the closest wind games right now. Actually, Indy, Tennessee up to 10 mile an hour winds, which 17 and five and one to the under 17, five and one this year and 109.55 and one last three years. So crazy wind usually goes under. In terms of cold games, KC Green Bay, about 30 degrees. So is Pittsburgh, New England. And then rain, you guys talked about it. Philly and Washington actually look like they both could get some showers. So watch out there. Now, unders. Feel like every show I do, I have to talk about this because it's literally got to the point where it's insane. Standalone games, 34 and 13 to the under. Night games, 29 and 9. Now, Sunday night football and Monday night football just feels made up at this point. 23 and 3 to the under this year, 49 and 17 last two years. But listen, cashed in 15 straight and 32 and 3 to the under last 35 games. Just stupid at this point. You're going to like this one, guys. Word of caution for Philly. So Eagles and Bills went to overtime last week. Teams coming off OT, 125-157 straight up, 130-150-2 and two against the spread last decade. Under also good in those games. But here's a great one. You actually talked about it a few minutes ago when you talked about plays off of overtime games. Well, teams coming off OT where opponent ran 90-plus plays, 
Six and 12 straight up since 2000. Small sample size, but doesn't happen often. Last one. Dead cat bounce. We love it on this show. Let's do it one more time. 36 teams have fired their coach in the regular season since 2003. 17 and 19 straight up in their next game, but 20 and 16 against the spread. And you're going to say to yourself, kind of a small margin, right? 55.6%. But if you look at it, those teams, 37% ATS margin prior to the coaching change. So maybe a little bit of Carolina this week. We're going to see. By the way, that was amazing context because as soon as you said 20 and 16, I'm thinking to myself, I don't give a fuck about that. That means nothing. <laughs> that was great, Evan. Here's the question for both of you, because Evan is practically a professional better in his own right. Um, at what point do we feel like we start fading that under trend? Because like part of me hasn't been betting it because I'm like, well, this is the week it's going to end. Yep. I mean, I got asked this on GDD, Green Dot Daily, the show we do uh, every day. Listen, I think the problem is this. The total, the average total in all these games, it's the lowest it's been in like 10 or 15 years. So books actually know this is happening. They're actually making these totals lower and it is still going under. Like that stat earlier on the 37 and 38s being like 22 and four. Insane. That to me is kind of the answer for... I just have to stay away from me. Like I'm not even touching this anymore because I feel like I have to see like an uptick before I'm willing to invest. Now, if you're going to go gate to gate, game to game and look at like, you know, your projections and this and that, like I get it, but just blindly doing it, I just can't. Yeah. They can like, make, fuck it. Yeah. They can make the adjustment. It doesn't matter. I've already bought the boat and I caught a prime time yeah. under on the back of it. Like they, I, they've already paid me out. So um, <laughs> yeah, if you've been riding this bravery train since week one, when Evan gave us that amazing stat, and even last year, we would bet it all last year. It's just every year people are like, are they going to catch up to it? And yeah, they might catch up to it. Like Evan said, they've been dropping the totals. But then we then we have a 12-10 game on Monday night against the Vikings and Bears. It's like it doesn't matter. For some reason, these teams just are getting tight in these primetime games and they're kicking threes instead of getting sevens. And we've had the most insane luck ever on these unders this season. So, um, yes, if you miss the party, don't start betting the unders now. You've missed yeah. it. Uh, someone like me, I'm going to keep betting it. But, yeah, like the last two weeks, I've definitely lowered the amount I've been putting on these unders. And, of course, I think it's what, Evan? They've they've had two overs the last two weeks. It's just been four unders. So yeah. um, I keep thinking it's going to catch up and the books will catch up to it, but they haven't yet. But totally in agreement where it's like next year, don't miss the boat. Start week one with us. Bet these primetime unders. It's a long-term winner. Evan's a, Evan's, Evan gives us the stats. Long-term, it wins just because the books will always inflate these primetime games. So totally in agreement with Evan. They've caught up to it. They know what's happening. They know guys like me have been taking advantage of it. They don't know what to do. They can't make it. They can't, they can't keep making it so low because eventually they will get caught by the professionals. So um, they're in a tough spot here. But lucky for them, even this past week, the public was betting the overs like that Vikings bear game. Uh, most of the money was on the over Chad. So uh, yeah. they don't really need to do much. Luckily for them, the, the public just likes to bet these overs. So uh historical year, crazy year, most probable year of my life betting these unders. And I'm not going to stop. I'm going to keep riding. it. just, I'm going to lower my limit size on these games instead of betting so big on it. Well, look, look at the Bengals Jaguars. That total was at 38 and a half. Got bet down to 38. Some places have it back at 38 and a half and 39 now. Right. So, you know, it's getting bet up. I love that stat also about the under 38 and under 37. This week, uh, there are 
three games that are so far under 38 Panthers, Bucks, Jags, uh, Bengals, and I think Falcons, Jets are the three that are under. So uh, keep a keep an eye out like for that. The Patriots, like all these games, like the Patriots Chargers games, all these games. It's like, how do you not take the yeah. under? I know it's tough, but it's like I see these teams settling for threes and not getting sevens. Like all those games you just mentioned. So that's point, the key. Most field goals made per team in NFL history this year. So wow. people are just settling. All right, here's a wrap up. Foxhole, Green Bay plus six, big balls, Jets plus two and a half, exec decision, Cleveland plus three and a half. Simon says Washington plus nine and a half. Reminder, the round robin, New York Jets, Tennessee Titans, Washington Commanders, Carolina Panthers, Denver Broncos. For now, if we had to put in the five that we're going to do, and and Simon and I will talk after this show. The faves five for now. I think it's going to be Jets, depending on the numbers in the contest. Jets, Tennessee, Green Bay, Washington, Niners, with an outside shot for Arizona if the number is six and a half. Sound about right, Simon? Sounds right, brother. Before we sign off, reminder, Simon and I will be back with our week 13 recap episode live from New Jersey on the Action Network YouTube page this Sunday, December 3rd, 7.30 p.m. If you want to join us, RSVP using the link in the episode description. Download us from Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your pods. Rate, review, subscribe, leave us five stars. Say whatever you want. Feedback is a gift until Sunday night, 7.30 Eastern. Love you. Action Network reminds you, please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you care about has a gambling problem, help is available 24-7 at 1-800-GAMBLER.